You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car to your smart device to play, Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Rays Unfiltered. Ulysses, it has been a couple of days since we have seen each other's faces. The well, uh, Locked on Yankees crossover took a couple of days, went, went lengthy. And I expect that's probably what's going to happen with the other divisional days. But we are back in action. Uh, highly did you miss me? First of yeah, all, did you miss me? Or, I think or the did listeners you, did too. Yeah. Did, you, did, you, did, you, did, you, uh, did you have a good time with Stacey? We did. We, uh, I did. We, of course, uh, shot the... SH, I'm not going to keep going. There, <laughs> the sh- wait, wait, no, no. The sugar honey iced tea. I learned that from Madagascar. Very good. Okay. <laughs> I will, I will use that then. So got some insightful stuff on the New York Yankees. And again, we will be doing that throughout the course of spring training, talking to the host of Locked on Orioles, Red Sox, Blue Jays, and going from there. Let's get into the important stuff. The Rays Mm. unveiling their 2021 promotional schedule a Mm -hmm. couple days ago. And uh, looking at, so they've got a mix of all fan giveaways and 14 and under fan giveaways. So the all fan giveaways, they've got a couple of schedule magnets a AL championship replica trophy, car flag, bobbleheads for Willie Damas, Brandon Lau, Austin Meadows, Randy Rosarina, Tyler Glass now, and a tote bag. I should note the Adamas bobblehead uh, has a little audio clip on there as well. And then the 14 and under, you have the Kevin Kiermeyer snapback hat, which basically looks exactly like the Air Jordan logo on the front of the ball cap. I don't know how the Rays have not gotten sued by Nike for that or how there hasn't been some sort of partnership between Kevin Kiermeyer and Nike, a la right. Derek Jeter, Yadier Molina, Mookie Betts, and so on. But I mean, I, I, I'm staring at an Air Jordan logo here. Uh, they've got it's, a it's Raymond, Air Jordan with yeah. a glove. It's Air Jordan with a glove. That's what it is. But anyway. Look, <laughs> on the picture that they tweeted out, see, the, the hat is so small on the tweet or when you visit, visit the website, it looks legitimately like an Air Jordan logo. You're looking from it far away. Yes. That's the Air Jordan logo, basically. 100%. With a very, very small glove. I will give you that. <laughs> the uh, glove could be the ball, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so there's also uh, the Raymond jersey keychain, Willie Adama's headband, Ugly sweater socks, raised baseball cards, sports bracelet, and arm sleeve. So, Ulysses, all that aside, all that taken into account, do you think, first of all, that this promo schedule is up to par? Is it is it good for your liking? Is it okay? Or could they have done better? Could they have done worse? I mean, I don't know how well, other teams' promotional schedules line up, but you – you kind of you seem to be the guy that knows promo schedules year in and year out for the Rays. So, 
Uh, I well, I, I, first of all, I didn't know that about myself, but maybe that is something of a <laughs> of a, a perspective uh, uh, thing there. Uh, look, look, I think you can always do better as an MLB organization uh, from a, from your promotional um, giveaways, but I do think that. I, 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 I'm, I'm all about the bubble heads. You know that uh, yeah. from, from going to, to games with me, um, I'm a sucker for the bubble heads. So I think it's great that they keep doing them. The, the ones with the audio are always super fun. I know I enjoy my Evan Longoria one with his uh, um, theme song. Um, what is it? Tantric, I think. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, it, obviously the bubble heads are, are number one. And I think, I really do think that they did something really smart with the bubble heads this year, which is different from years past where they're only okay. giving them away on Saturday games. They actually have uh, a, a few uh, of the bubble heads in weekday games. I think the Adamus one and the Meadows ones, um, they're both uh, on Tuesday and Wednesday games or Tuesday and Thursday games. And the Arozarena, Brendan Lau, Tyler Glass now are on Saturday. That's great. You, you drive people to the ballpark. Anything and anything that you can do to get people to somehow drive at 6 p.m. from Hillsborough uh, County over over the bridge and to make it in time to get the bubblehead, do it. Um, you know, it's going to be pro- probably a lot easier to fill out the, the trop with the 7,000 max. So anything that you can do uh, from the promotional uh, aspect of things, I think it's great. Yeah, that's very smart. By the way, if I was the the promo guy, the marketing guy, I'd say, just scrap all this stuff. Let's give every fan a $50 bill as they walk in. That, that's what you can. <laughs> that's your promo giveaway. That's your that's your big gift would, there. So would, would that be the uh, uh, the TROP stimulus? Like the, you walk yeah. in, you get your $50 stimulus from Stu. Thank you, Stu. They take the revenue sharing that they get from the Yankees and pass it out to the fans. Trickle down Ooh. economics. There we there you go. go. And then the Rays come back and spend that money on concessions and yeah, memorabilia right. and replicas and, and so forth. So, okay. If there is one giveaway that you absolutely are going to have to cop this year. Now we know you plan, I think, to go to several games, but if there's like this one, I'm not missing. I'm making sure I am showing up for this game. I have to have this, uh, this promo item here. It definitely would have to be one of the bubble heads and okay. between a William Adamas, Brendan Lau, uh, Tyler Glass now, and Randy Rosarena. Man, uh, uh, I'm leaning towards Randy, the bubble head. It, okay. it's, on a, it's on a Saturday too. So, and against the Red Sox. I mean, it's a Saturday game, July 31st with the, the trade deadline. Um, I think that would be a really fun game to, to, to go to nonetheless. And then you add a Randy Rosarena bubblehead, man, that sounds like a good time. That sounds like, oh, that sounds like such a good time, Kevin, that I think maybe locked on Ray's hosts should probably go to that game together and do some, uh, live tweeting, live video reactions, uh, all that good stuff. Hey, that wouldn't be a bad idea there. I will say if there's one item I have to have, also, I like how you mention the trade deadline because these bobbleheads and these giveaways are, I think, in a way, strategically implemented here. Mm-hmm. The Willie Adamas one is well Early. before the trade deadline. <laughs> the Kevin Kiermeyer snapback hat, it's Early. in freaking May. They're making sure, <laughs> but Glass now is in August. Arena is right. on July 31st. Those guys aren't going anywhere. 
You but Adamus and Kiermeyer. Uh-huh. And the, the Willie Adamus headband is uh, June 27th. So. <laughs> Creating conspiracy theories from the promotional schedule. You get it all from Locked On Race, people. Um, so, no, yeah, I think, uh, you know, obviously the tote bag is always there every year. And I don't know who enjoys a tote bag. Um, but I mean, this one at least has has a cool uh, a throwback uh, devil ray on it. So, I mean, yeah. there's that. Uh, but no, I, honestly, the bobbleheads for me, that's definitely the go to. I'm uh, I'm going with the branded loud one because we know he's going okay. to be in a raised uniform for a while. So the, the bobblehead will. Yes, that is true, and it ages well. And tied into that, I think that okay, it's a Saturday game against the Angels. It's kind of a double double whammy there. Because not only do I get a great item in a bobblehead, but the opportunity potentially to see the greatest player in the game in Mike Trout, a future Hall of Famer, not just him, but Albert Pujols and other yeah. you know fun stars like Shohei Otani, if he's healthy, uh, Anthony Rendon. And maybe, I don't know how the, the, the starting rotations will line up, but there is, I guess, a one in five chance Ooh. that Alex Cobb could be starting that game. So, okay. You know, I'm a Cobber, you know, I'm a Cobber yeah. fan. I don't care if he, if I like Alex Cobb so much that if he were to wear pinstripes or a red oh. B on his hat, I would still really like for him to succeed at the outmost level. That's how much I enjoyed having Alex Cobb on the race. I don't think I could say that for a lot of race players, like 99% of race players. I'm like, you're in Yankees or you're in the, in the Red Sox now. Peace. No, four strikeouts every game. Right. I don't care. Um, but Alex Cobb, you know what? That guy just, he hit me, man. Uh, he's your dude. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's my boy. Yeah. He's gone through a lot too in his career. And I think that like the fact that he's played on the Orioles and had to play on the Orioles, granted, he did make yes. a lot of money with the Orioles. Like that, I feel like gives him a reprieve to, okay, do what you have to do. If you have to play for the Blue Jays, if you have to play for the Yankees, <laughs> if you have to play for the Red Sox, I understand it. And we are well. That's the other thing, too, is like you could, you could use your sweet talking and also get an Alex Cobb autograph. You could find a way to do it. I, I mean, you, could, you might have to do it on the down low, but it might be something... That could All be right. worked out. Heck, you could also get uh, Anthony Binboom's autograph and uh, Aaron Slager's Ray's autograph legend. and any of the other Rays players. Yeah. Let's not talk bad about Rays legend Anthony Binboom. Just uh, a, a great. I, another catcher that, that slipped through the grasp of the Rays. How'd that happen? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. It is a Friday, which means we have baseball trivia, name that war, and much more. But first, We've got to tell you about some of our good friends like betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football may be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's also free to sign up. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts, and oh yeah, use that promo code, LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Okay, Ulysses, it is baseball trivia time. Your turn to grill me 
Uh, I hope you don't go too hard on me as uh, I know you struggled a little bit with the stolen base category last week. So I'm, I'm very curious to see what I'm going to get from you today. Yeah, so I, I went opposite. You went stolen bases. I'm going to go with the long ball in front of me. I have the top five longest home runs in TROP history by Rays players. So my question to you is, can you name the four players that make up the top five in longest home runs in Trump history while wearing a Rays uniform? Now, I will give you a hint. Uh, StatCast started carrying this information uh, at the beginning of the 2015 season. So that's number one. And I'm asking for four race players, obviously, because one repeats in the top five. So having those two clues, can you give me the top five longest home runs? by race Okay. In the so this is basically from 2015 and beyond, correct? Correct. Okay. So can't do Carlos Pena. Like he is not part of this conversation, I guess. Correct. So, Okay, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm right on this one. Uh, Avisel Garcia. Uh, look at that. You went with the guy that had two of the type, uh, top five longest home runs. He had one that was 459 feet. It was just a monster. It was such a monster that it hit the 2008 AL East title uh, champion banner. And then he had one to round up the top five at 456 feet. So okay. for you. Um, I'm going to do some recency bias here and go with Brandon Lau. Strike one. Okay. I'm going to go back in time a little bit. Uh, Steven Souza Jr. Ooh, you went too far. Strike two. Okay. Um, I feel like this might be before 2015 too. I want to say, I'll say CJ Crone. Dang it. Strikeout. Oh looking, boy! But, oh wait, no, it was a foul tip, people. No, he he just Holy caught a crap. piece of it. Okay, Tommy Fam. There we go. There we go. Number four on the list, Tommy Fam, with a bomb of 458 feet against the A's. It was against Mike Fires, actually. Okay, Tommy Fam, Avisel Garcia, no on. Lau, Crone, and Sousa Jr. Austin Meadows? Oh, my gosh. Incorrect. No, you know, Austin Meadows' bombs are just, like, the first to, like, five rows, especially in 2019 when we're talking talking Meadows. The dead ball's going to kill him this year. Yeah, when we're talking about home runs in, uh, and in uh, Meadows, yeah, the ball might might kill him a little bit this year because he he will he never actually had like a big bomb, you know. Meadows. Right, I, right. I, can I give you uh, another chance? Can I give you another shot? I, let Please. me just throw out one more name: Randy Rosarena. Okay. Oh my gosh! Incorrect. Wow. Okay. I now look. I've I've had I've had count. This has been like a ten pitch at bat. This is like Brasso. I've got. I've got nine lives here, so don't you might don't, as well don't just make, give them to me. Yeah, don't 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 make me be Joe West here, Angel Hernandez, yeah. and calling balls when you know they're they're obviously down the middle here. Okay, um, number one on the list, the guy that you say could be a thirty homer guy, the kid 
You know him by his name, uh, Willie Adamas, with a 462-foot bomb. It was against the Red Sox. It actually What about the batter's eye? He can't see at the drop. What? What the heck? <laughs> well, this night he could. He hit the D-ring straight center field, and then it went over the batter's eye. It was an impressive shot. Um, so that's number one. And number two on the list, because you got three, four, and five, number two on the list is uh, surprising, I, I, I think. It, it was in his first year. He had just gotten traded to the race. G. Mon Choi with a 460-footer. So that's your list of longest home runs at the Trop by a race player. Adamas, Choi, Garcia, Pham, and Garcia again. Wow. Very good. Yes. You would think there'd be a way to go back in time and look at every home run. Thank you. Like they've got the film room. They've got all the video platforms. I feel like yeah. it's only a matter of time before they aggregate it and they can see, oh, in 2004, so-and-so hit this home run. I feel like that's got to be, maybe they're still trying to compile all that data. I don't nice. know. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, name that war. Uh, this is a guy who has been uh, in the news lately, rightly or wrongly, uh, mostly wrongly for his uh, DUIs and so forth. Um, also a former Tampa Bay Ray and actually was really good in a Rays uniform yeah. for that lone year. Uh, more known for his time with the Yankees and the Red Sox. Uh, also noted, noted Floridian given that he went to Dr. Phillips High School in Orlando. Johnny Damon. What is Johnny Damon's career war? Good question. That's a good question. Okay. Let's do some let's do some math like we like we like to do a name that war. Name that war. Okay. So let's go. Johnny Damon. He was probably like a 15-year veteran and the dude legit was like Viscal, like he he was just so close to three thousand hits. It was, it's on. It's n- just not not fair that they didn't get to go and do that. So he's probably like sitting at twenty seven, twenty eight hundred hits. Johnny Damon in fifteen years, fifteen years. Let's say eight of those years. Eight of those years, he could have been a four war player is that too much for his poor defense maybe let's say 32 and then in the rest seven he could have been a two war player so that's 14 that would get him to 46 but i think the defense was probably crap so you can take off that 46 war and knock it down one war per year so let's go with a 31 war. Given that you gave me countless guesses on uh, the trivia question, uh, I'm going to give you another guess. And I will say that you are uh, pretty underestimating Johnny Damon's career war here. Okay, good, good. Okay, so 31 was way too low. Okay, good. So my first option was 46, but is 46 the right? Okay, okay. I'm going to go with, um, man, he was good. You were right. He was pretty good. So if he did 15 years times three war each year, that's 45. Uh, 
um, maybe a couple years he was a four war player. Maybe at the end of the tail of his career, he was like a one war, two war. You know what? Can I ask you a question that I've never asked you during this game? I'm a little nervous, but sure, go for it. <laughs> okay. Can I ask for the year and then you will tell me what he got that year? I want to know what he what his war was in 2011 with the race. Sure thing. Okay. That year, his war was one and a half, 1.5. That's exactly what I thought. 1.5 to two war at the most. Man, so even when he was basically retired, he was giving you 1.5 war. So, I mean, honestly, let's just, let's go big here. I'm going to go with 58 war. Wow. Now that is a... A very good guess and very, very close. His career war, 56.3, right in the wheelhouse. Johnny Damon, 18-year career, uh, 408 stolen bases, 235 home runs, career 284 hitter, 104 career OPS plus, 785 OPS, two-time All-Star, two-time World Series champion. He was a compiler. He compiled a lot, and he was consistent, at least offensively, throughout his career and played in a lot of ballgames. Yeah, hits 2,769 there with that. I think there's, you know, and this is a discussion I guess we could have another day, but just as a little, you know, footnote here at the end of this segment, the the term compiler needs to stop being associated negatively because... Uh, in a in a sport where you only have 26 spots in a team, and uh, half of those are pitchers, at least, uh, you know, so you're really battling for 12 spots and to get at bats, to keep getting at bats at later in stages in your life, and you're still being called upon to get the majority of the bats when you're in your late 30s. And you're still being productive. In 2011, he was a 1.5 WAR player. Uh, yeah, I, I hate that term compiler because yeah. I've, 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 it, it means nothing. It means nothing. It, you know what it means? It, mean, it, it means that at 39 years old, you were still being compared to that 21 year old who was in Double A, and and they said, you know what? No, I'd rather have this guy. I'd have I'd rather have the 39 year old. Yeah, and I mean the guy. As far as we talk about guys being available and being healthy, I mean. You could bank on Johnny Damon giving you 145, 150 games every year, right. every exactly. year, pretty much. And With he, uh, yeah, except yes, that too. And it's amazing. at times some pop as well. Yeah. Um, he was also one of those guys, like, even despite these numbers, uh, I only think only stayed on the ballot for one year, like got less than 5% of the vote. So didn't even get yeah. the, the respect, which kind of worries me about Bobby Abreu, because if you look at the war numbers and everything like that, Very it's similar. like, that's one of those things that you have to keep an eye on there. Um, and Johnny Damon, of course, known for his, uh, for his hair and uh, Manny Ramirez cutting off his throws. I mean, a lot of, a lot of good, uh, like he had the, the memories too in his career as well. Yeah, he definitely has the, the highlights. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you brought Bobby Abreu, my, my original, my boy, El Come Dulce. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually is his birthday today. I just wanted to throw that out there. Happy my favorite birthday. player's birthday. Boom. Uh, trivia, he is 48. 
God, I don't know. I think he would be like 45-ish. But yeah, 48 might be a good one. I don't know how... Mid-40s. I, I actually don't know how old he is. Uh, in the meantime, as you're looking that up, uh, we've got to tell you about another one of our good friends. Built Bar. We have been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar, of course, is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Go to BuiltBar.com or find them on Twitter at Built underscore bar there. Uh, and remember to use that promo code LOCKEDON20, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, the numerals 2-0, to get 20% off your next order. That is LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com and try some of the best tasting protein bars on the planet. So many different flavors. They're all delicious. And be sure you check them out at BuiltBar.com. Okay, Ulysses, did you get down to the brass tacks of Bobby Abreu's <laughs> official age? You nailed it. You know, on, on trivia, on, on the trivia episode, you said 48, he's 47. So I'm going to give it to you. Wow. That might Pretty have to good. be a new game. Name the name this retired player's age. That that might be the one like <laughs> decent trivia hack that I have. So okay, I like uh, it. okay. Um, what to watch for the weekend, uh, Ulysses? What are you keeping an eye on in in baseball world, Rays world, as uh, we go through Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? Uh, we get to see Archer in in a handful of hours make his 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 Rays. Rebu is that a, is that a uh, an, can, re rebu something like yeah. that? There we go. His rebu, um, yeah, because uh, you know Archer, we get to see Waka for for a third time, Hill for uh, for a second time. You know, uh, hopefully they can have quote unquote extended outings um, and, and show some something else that they have done. I mean, we talked about Waka and, and what he has done is great. Again, Springs. Training stats do not matter, folks. I don't care if yeah. Waka gets blown up, if Hill gets blown up, and if Archer gets four home runs in the first inning. I do not care. It would be nice if that didn't happen, but if it happens, no alarms need to be raised. Just get him in and out um, of the dugout. You know, uh, you know what would be nice to see Archer go for two innings um, okay. in his debut or his debut. Uh, Waka and Hill, you know, I think Waka had one outing of two innings. Let's, let's see the third inning this time around. Uh, maybe even push it to four because Glasnow pushed it to four. Can we see some more innings from these guys? So hopefully during this weekend, we can see that kind of happen with the rest of the rotation. Very good. Yeah. I'm very curious to see if Michael Waka can keep this run up and see if he can continue to build and, at innings. Again, I think that this is going to be a bounce back year for him, among others, just being out of, let's acknowledge, I mean, the Mets are just a dumpster fire of an environment in a franchise. And I get the sense that like when he was probably going to them for analytical advice and, Hey, what should I be doing here? Or talking to the coaches are like, uh, we're going through an ownership change. Or, 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 we're, we, we just don't know what's going on here. We we're, we're, we're mailing it in. We don't care. When, we, uh, we don't, we're probably not going to have our jobs in six months. Like, yeah, just go out there and pitch and, and do do your best there, bud. Well, you know, probably because they were distracted, uh, you know, looking at stuff on their phones because it was yeah. a toxic environment uh, over there in their front office. But uh, yeah, man, it, look, we're all hoping again. This is the 2021 motto for the race. We've we've been saying this: uh, prospects, player comebacks, 
and reclamation projects. Yeah. That's that's 2021 for the race. So uh, Waka is, is obviously hoping for a, a comeback year, as Archer is. Um, is Archer actually looking for a comeback year, or is Archer a reclamation project? That I think a little good, bit of both, probably. Yeah, yeah. We we need to kind of say what these guys are. Rich Hill come back. Obviously, I think he fits in into more of that you know role, but. Yeah. Archer, maybe not come back because he hasn't really been that good since, what, 2017? That is true. Something I'm watching out for, and I don't know if this is going to happen over the weekend, but there are developments, I guess, going forward. So, Ulysses, I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, Jonas Cespedes held a showcase in Florida. In the Rays mm-hmm. were one of the 11 teams that were on hand and watched him work out and swing the bat and so forth. Uh, the others were the Yankees, the White Sox, the Brewers, the Blue Jays, the Tigers, the Padres, the Reds, the Marlins, the Cubs, and the Braves. A lot of National League teams there. So if he signs with the National mm-hmm. League team, I'm just going to go ahead and assume that Universal DH is coming back because I don't think he's going to be playing in the outfield. But it is interesting that the Rays, look, weren't they kicking the tires seemingly on Marcel Azuna? I mean, this is more of a much older, more injured uh, version of Marcel Azuna, but also could be a much cheaper one. A guy who hits lefties and righties. And I know he hasn't played since July, 2018 and, you know, hasn't played a hundred plus games since 2016, but you can sign him for, for a cheap deal. Why not? I say why not look, this is a guy who knows how to hit, uh, this is a guy that I think, you know, can take 13 grown ass man and fight them. <laughs> and I think that's a good thing. I think that's that Tommy fam energy that the clubhouse could really uh, use. I don't think there's a Tommy fam in that clubhouse right now. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm right. just saying it as that. I don't see that fire like we saw in Tommy Pham. I don't see it in any other player like that attitude. I don't see it. I think Yassiel has that attitude. And it's also that playful attitude. The one that, you know, you lick the bat and then you get a walk-off hit or a walk-off home run, whatever it was, that type of attitude. I think that would be great. I think that would be great. I, I, I know it's, 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 he's a man out of position, but let's say injuries happen because this is a sport where, uh, hello, injuries happen. Mm-hmm. It would never be bad to, to pick up a flyer on a guy who probably wouldn't be that expensive, who probably would like to spend it, uh, spend his season in, in Florida where he probably has a home. I, I, I think, it, I think it, it would be just fantastic if it happened if it doesn't happen i'm not going to be heartbroken yeah. about it but i don't think it would be a negative to have yasiel puig with a raised uniform now you say yasiel puig it's actually Jonas cespedes but i know how we can oh get my those God. guys this whole time i'm being up. imagining yasiel puig oh Jonas you, cespedes? You, keep, you keep wanting it to happen i don't think it's going to happen there's been no no rumors <sighs> on yasiel puig lately no but then Jonas no, cespedes then erase- might be the closest thing no, then they erase everything I've said. I've, oh, you don't want Jonas? No, no, no. Okay. No. No, this is, this is a whole other thing. I, I thought this whole time we're talking about Puig, 
And you know what? I, I'm, when this comes out. Did I out, say Puig at first? I could have sworn I said Jonas Espinas. You probably did. You probably did. But in my head, this is how much I want Puig in the clubhouse. Um, you already pro- wow. probably set it up. Yeah, no. Jonas Espinas, look, man. Uh, no. That's going to be a no for me. Not dog. even I for mean, like you, a minor league deal. And I, I mean. I mean, sure. But I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure the Rays wouldn't. Uh, you know, get in a bidding war for for Yoenis, and if anybody else can yeah. can 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 get him uh, it, again, it's and this is the same comment for Yesiel that to the Yoenis. Um, it's a man without position, so obviously Yasiel or Yoenis, I'm putting them both in in this club. Um, if they were to wear a Rays uniform, it probably would be because there were injuries happening. Right. And you know, a Yandi guy got got hurt. Uh, somebody uh, couldn't, could, you know, couldn't come back from from surgery or whatever it is. So maybe that's that's the reason. But no, I would rather have Yasiel than Yoenis for sure. I mean, the, the fact that he lied about the whole pothole and wrestling with uh, a buffalo or whatever the hell it was. Then that to bring the intrigue to the guy. That I mean, if there's a team that could maybe put him on the straight and narrow, he gets into a clubhouse where he's got his fellow countrymen and Yandy Diaz, Randy Rosarena builds a rapport that way. He's made his money. He wants to win. You would think he'd be in Florida. <sighs> I feel like you'd be able to try to make it work. Uh, now, I mean, if there's 11 teams out there that are bidding for him, you wonder how much his price would go up. Also the fact that his younger brother signed with the white Sox, So maybe that's just a natural fit right Ooh. there too. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I would, I, I just like to see the allure of it. I mean, this is a year, this is the, the PCR year, right? <laughs> a chance for a reclamation, a chance for a comeback. Why not bring on a guy for 2 million bucks, a guy that has, when he's healthy, uh, hits lefties and righties pretty equally and brings power. I mean, it seems like the Rays are just trying to find power in, in one form or another, given that they, I mean, we're sort of after Marcelo Zuna in a sense. So maybe that's what they're thinking with this. I mean, I guess he would, maybe they're also thinking in addition to being a designated hitter, maybe they stuck him at first. He would never see the outfield with the Rays, but I'm all for no, big names coming to the Rays. I, look, there's something about having a, a household name, a familiar face in, in a Rays uniform, whether they suck or they do okay, like a Johnny Damon or a Manny Ramirez, or insert other guys that have but since you know spent their last minute, last you know they're 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 definitely on the downfall of their career and not bringing much to the table. But yes, that's the thing is getting viewers and putting butts you would think in the seats. It's or, it's an organizational uh, uh, you know tradition now with the Devil Rays uh, in the Rays. You know, getting Wade Box, getting Canseco, like you know, it, it's been in our you know, Deki Matsui. Yeah, to get you know old stars that are you know just looking for that last milestone that they want. They don't want to hang it up just yet, so they they want to give it a, a last go and the, and they sign with the Rays. I, I get it, Yoenis. Um, I think would would fit that role, but. Um, man, no, I, I feel like a fool now thinking you meant Yasiel. I was getting actually kind of excited about Yasiel. Yoenis, not so excited. And not because, you know, I, I particularly think that Yasiel is heads and shoulders above Yoenis because maybe I, I, I really don't think so. But 
Um, you know, and it's the whole lying thing to the team that doesn't that I mean, how the injury happening and the uh, happening and and then the contract stipulations, you know, uh, how he it just it's ugly and that's like personal ugly, you right. know, about who you are. I I don't know. I I yeah. I don't dig that that much. I would actually rather have the guy that wants to fight twelve dudes uh, to protect your own teammates. I'd rather have that guy. And I know a lot of people can say, oh, clubhouse cancer and all that. But I'd rather have that guy with that fire than somebody with like some ethics uh, right. questions. Look, and, and I don't think this is going to happen necessarily. It doesn't hurt for the Rays or really any other team to do their due diligence, show up to a workout, check out the radians no. and see, okay, how's this guy swinging? That? I mean, how many other guys have they taken a look at some of the other pitchers they did over the course of the off season and guys that every yeah. single one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how many, although I, yeah. I am curious though, if, if he does sign, uh, maybe not a ma- minor league deal, but a major league deal, who that guy on the 40 man is coming off the roster. Is it Ryan Sheriff? Is it Trevor Richards? Is it Brett Phillips? Is it somebody else? Mm. I would assume it's one of those three, right? It would have, I mean, I think Sher- Sheriff, it's your time. Get out of here. I know, I know. Brett, Cody uh, Reed, uh, there's good things being written about him. Shane McClanahan, other lefties Ryan in the Sheriff fold. They, they might, added Springs. Like, come on. Ryan Sheriff Bert might Moran. finally be that guy. Uh, I don't know. Brett Phillips, maybe he's just insurance until they know that Kiermaier is going to be healthy for opening day slash non-traded. So maybe Phillips is there still for that reason. All right. Uh, that wraps up this edition of the Locked On Puig or Locked On Cespedes podcast. Sorry, Locked On Rays podcast. There we go. Uh, now tell your smart device to play the most recent episodes of the Locked On Today and Locked On Fantasy Baseball podcast. Two great podcasts worth checking out for sure. All right. Uh, hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we'll talk to you next week.